0: uncommon sense advice on your work life your personal life and god knows what else welcome to how to do life with dr marty Nemco. hi i'm marty Nemco. here again in one of my experiments i'm reading the pullout quotes from one of my newest books uh, how to do life i'm going to talk about personal growth uh, relationships uh, career education and uh, charity And then um, my most recent 15 tweets uh, that are related to how to do life stuff primarily. Anyway, regarding personal growth first. Attach your desired new behavior to something you don't resist doing. For example, if you want to exercise every day, don't allow yourself to eat dinner until you've exercised. I asked, Daddy, how come you so rarely talk about the Holocaust? He stiffened, which he rarely did, and said, Martin, the Nazis took five years from my life. I won't give them one minute more. Well, I've had the privilege of being a career coach to some of the most successful, contributory people, as well as to some real strugglers. The successful ones are far more likely to follow my father's next sentence. Martin, don't look back. Always take the next step forward. Yes, trauma-informed therapy is in. But generally, after just a moment to decide if you need to learn a lesson from your past trauma, you'll more likely become happier and more efficacious by suppressing thoughts of the trauma and just take the next baby step forward. Finally, in the area of personal growth, three quotes from three eminent people, Bill Clinton, Carl Sagan, and the Buddha. Bill Clinton said, quote, Our willingness to believe the worst about everyone outside our own bubble is growing, and our ability to solve problems and seize opportunities is shrinking. I'll simply add that more than ever in my lifetime, I am seeing people viscerally reject other people who hold a different view, even if the speaker is intelligent and benevolent. The next quote is from Carl Sagan, famous astronomer and TV personality. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. And finally, the Buddha. Should you find a wise critic to point out your faults, follow him as you would a guide to hidden treasure. Now turning to relationships. Again, pull quotes from my book, How to Do Life. Just a couple here. Romantic relationships are more fraught than ever. Today's women seem more likely to be demanding and less likely to put up with what they deem bad. Men feel put upon, not just by a female romantic partner, but because society's mind-moulders, the schools, the colleges, and the media, disproportionately portray men, at least white men, as sleazy and or clueless, shown the way by spunky, superior women. That can take a toll on, on men and make a man very reluctant To engage in a serious romantic relationship before marrying think twice no three times marriages comforts are too frequently outweighed alas often sooner than later by marriages shackles and by the relentless compromising about what to do around money sex and so on and if you decide to have kids the stresses multiply yes deciding to marry is at least partly emotional but I'm trying to be rational, and at least from where I sit, the less shacking up is more rational. Now turning to career. Again, quotes from my book, How to Do Life. The uncomfortable truth is that do what you love, and poverty will likely follow. Too many people love the same things. Creative work, sports, the environment, fashion, media, and so on. So supply demand means that unless you're a star you're unlikely to make even a subsistence living at those, let alone consistently over the years. Unless you're well-connected, best advice is usually to do what you love as a hobby or accept the significant risk of a life of poverty or living off a family member, romantic partner, or the taxpayer's efforts. Some people do choose that. Be realistic. Yes, I know that today's mantras include Dream it and you can do it. Everyone has genius within them and do what you love and the money will follow. Bullshit. Most dreams are achievable only by the brilliant, driven, and or lucky. Better to ask yourself what action represents a good ratio of risk to reward. Demographics affect destiny. Today, hiring and promotion are much affected by race and gender, and that is the unvarnished truth. And finally, in, this, in the area of talking about career, two quotes, one from Eleanor Roosevelt, one from Martin Luther King Jr. Eleanor Roosevelt said, Work is almost the best way to pull oneself out of the depths. It is not more vacation we need. It is more vocation. And finally, Martin Luther King Jr., said, even if it falls to your lot to be a street sweeper, go out and sweep streets like Michelangelo painted paintings. So all will say, here lived a great street sweeper. Now turning to education. For the not musically talented, the benefits of disciplined piano practice are no more defensible than the long-abandoned requirement that all students learn Latin. Gifted kids are far more likely to improve all our lives, to cure diseases, create even better iPhones, be wiser leaders. Shortchanging them, as we currently do, we spend many times more per special education student, will hurt us all. And while yes, gifted kids will probably do better on average than will special ed ones, the amount of unrealized potential by continuing to shortchange gifted kids is enormous. To prioritize the quote, least among us, reduces us to a lower common denominator, perhaps even ensuring a race to the bottom. A major nationwide study, Academic Adrift, out of the University of Chicago, found that most core of competencies, thinking skills, between freshman and senior year of college, 36% of students grew not at all. Colleges are supposed to expose students to the marketplace of ideas, the full range of responsibly held thought. Alas, in recent years there has been heavy censorship of ideas that dare veer right of center. Many studies have demonstrated faculty's leftist bias. For example, a study by Samuel Abrams, professor of political science at Sarah Lawrence College, found that in the New England states, the ratio of liberal to conservative professors was 28 to 1, up from just 5 to 1 two decades earlier. It is difficult to ascertain the relevant number, how much you'll actually pay for the full four years of a bachelor's degree, subtracting cash financial aid. Many college websites I have visited bury even the full one-year cost so deep in its website that few find it. Fewer than half of freshmen at so-called four-year colleges graduate in four years. Only 53% graduate, even if given six years. What about that statistic that colleges in the media like to trumpet? that degree holders earn a million dollars more over their lifetime. It's grossly misleading. First, it's retrospective. In 1970, only 40% of high school graduates went to college. Now it's over 70%. So there's an oversupply of college graduates, which means lower pay. Second, the pool of college students is brighter, more motivated, and better connected than the pool of not-college people. You could have locked college students in a closet for four years, and they would have earned much more money. Ignore that terribly deceptive statistic that you earn a million dollars more over your lifetime. Community college is usually a wise choice. Not only is the cost much lower, teaching quality is better because teachers are hired and promoted based on how well they teach, not their research. And there are plenty of extracurriculars in community college. If you're starting out, also you can probably transfer to a more career door opening college than you could have gotten into as a freshman. Even if you're older and looking mainly for learning, rather than state you, let alone private you, do fully consider community college. Do not let prestige trump wisdom. And the final pull-out quote from my book, How to Do Life, is on charity. It is easy for us to respond to commercials about starving doggies, I love my doggie, or kids in Africa, but other charities will benefit the world more. For example, to give to low-income gifted kids or to important research whose fruit are too far in the future for drug companies or the government to want to fund it. For example, understanding if and how genes contribute to altruism and problem-solving ability could greatly increase gross world flourishing. Anyway, those quotes are from my book, How to Do Life. And now, as promised, here are my most recent 15 tweets. The self-esteem movement has worked too well, perhaps understandably. It's comforting to be told you're fine. But the evidence is clear that the higher the self-esteem, the lower the achievement. Smart people know their weaknesses and thus can opt to accept or improve rather than be complacent, which is what high self-esteem encourages. I just overheard a guy say, I have to go to a wedding. I wonder how often people do go to friends or family events out of perceived obligation. How often is it actually worth the sacrifice? Given the Iowa and New Hampshire primary results, could the mainstream media and liberal courts' double standards regarding Trump versus Democrats be backfiring? Certainly, many voters worry about the anti-merit, DEI, cancel culture and foot-dragging on illegal immigration that is today's Democratic Party. Maybe it's just because I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, but I see more people signaling, leave me alone or sadness and or anger. It's mainly their flat expression and no eye contact, but they also mainly wear just black or gray and loose clothes, no makeup, nondescript hair. Do you notice that where you live? I predict that couples, coupling, will decline in favor of three- and four-person pods living modestly and in which all members of the pod would need to produce income. I'm intrigued by research, not fundable because it's not politically correct, or because practical application, while likely, is a decade or two away. I'm not particularly interested in research justified just by beauty, for example, studying the Gordian, not Ryman, hypothesis of mathematics, or black holes, or the zillionth analysis of Ulysses. While painful, I believe the best approach to honing, revising, or dumping an argument is to debate it with a smart person who listens well. Discussions of terrorism underplay what would be most serious. Decades ago, Robert Oppenheimer said it was feasible. A nuke, probably Iran-backed, in a truck in New York City and perhaps simultaneously in D.C. and L.A., destroying the cities and people. 9-11's impacts would be trivial in comparison. I flashed on my 7th grade P.E. teacher, aged Harry McArdle, fat, could barely walk, yet he urged us to lift our legs higher as we ran. He was young once and perhaps watched us nostalgic and maybe like many old people had tripped on a raised sidewalk or something and wanted us safe from that the ever more baldly liberal biased media will choose the next president they won't allow a republican and if the democratic operatives dump biden the media will elect michelle obama one guy's opinion the government reported quote unemployment rate paints a too rosy picture few non-stars are well employed except in taxpayer-funded government countless wannabe creatives writers musicians artists are funded mostly by parents and by taxpayer handouts i am bearish on the u.s bullish on asia especially india i believe dei's saddest irony and double standard is that they will spend and they do spend billions to get melanin diversity but censor ideological diversity dare it veer right of center a new york times front page recently a puff piece on a novel female hero check low income check white men inferior usually dead and an imprisoned black in this case an octopus the most superior check in recent years what gets published aired let alone getting free major media publicity must tout the woke the dei the politically correct and finally my final tweet is a personal note in yet another attempt to keep my new year's resolutions for more than a day i thought i would make them public finally lose the damn 15 pounds and keep them off and give less advice listen more facilitate the persons generating their own solutions i have failed at those for decades and i'm not doing so well on them in 2024. in any event those are the pull quotes from my book how to do life as well as my 15 most recent tweets As usual, I welcome your thumbs up and accept your thumbs down. I always look forward to your comments, and especially like it if you hit the share button below. Share on your social media so that my efforts can have broader impact. And I am flattered if you choose to subscribe to my channel. I certainly would welcome you taking a look at any of my 32 books. Perhaps the most relevant to this might be the book, How to Do Life. That's what we've talked about here. But all 32 are on Amazon. Just go there and search on my name, Marty Nemko, N-E-M-K-O. And you will find more than you can stomach. I am Marty Nemco. You've been listening to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. For comments on the show or to consult with Dr. Marty Nemco, his email address is mnemko at comcast.net. Post-production of How to Do Life by Terry Rouse. Music by Blue Dot Session. Thanks for listening.